Welcome to the Beneath the Cow podcast. I'm your host, Cosplays by Shinobi. We have Superfly, Superfly Comics here in the Comic Comic Store. We are here. It is Black History Month, the shortest month of the year. Yeah, I digress. We ain't gonna talk about that. But we want to get into the top black superheroes. And I got some comic connoisseurs. I got some people that know their stuff. So we're gonna get into it. How y'all doing today? Fantastic. Bit under the I'm web. Doing well. I'm doing well. Thanks, mate. Thanks for having me. So it is Black History Month. So we want to show love to all the black superheroes. You know, they, they go unnoticed sometimes. They don't get all the love of some of the other accolades or some of the other people. So we gotta let the people know. No, I agree. So 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 how do y'all want to do y'all just wanna throw out names? How how do y'all wanna figure out who goes into the top ten? In the top ten. Static Woo. shock gotta be up there. That's no, that's a fact. Static static, that's my guy. No, that's, that's like good. Easily cool. maybe for me, I put him top three personally. Why would we put him top three? Because I think that static fills a very specific niche when it comes to superheroes, in that like when it came to black superheroes up until status creation, we had characters like, say, Luke Cage, like the local kind of superhero who like protects like the neighborhoods of Harlem. We had like John Stewart, who was kind of like the secondary Green Lantern at the time to Hal Jordan, at, at least at the time before the uh, Justice League animated series. But we never really had a teenage black superhero who was like reaching like the kind of demographic. And if we did, it ne didn't really reach the level of popularity that Static did. So I know for a fact I wasn't alive when the first Static comics were dropping onto the scene. But I know for a fact that if I grew up in the time period that Dwayne McDuffie first created the character, it definitely would have spoken to me as the character did speak to me when I did get introduced to him through the Static Shock animated series. So yeah, I think he fills a very like strong niche when it comes to black characters, and like that's why he always holds a special place in my heart. Okay. Oh, Superfly, hold on, saying your your mic is a little choppy. Yeah. Oh, word. Damn. Sorry. Sorry about that. I'll see if there's something I can do. I'm I'm filming from school right now. Uh, just finished a long day. Uh, you know, studying and learning and such. So. I'll see if there's something I can do to rectify that situation. So, okay, he's going with static, 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 static. Not bad static. choice. Not bad choice. I do not disagree with static whatsoever. I like static. He's a, he's a common favorite. I'm gonna stick with Adam Bashir, Blue Marvel. Strong guy, uh, gotta be in there. Kevin Grafal done a wicked story with him in the Legend of um, Legend of Blue Marvel. Can you hear us, Superflat? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, yeah, done a story. Right, better. Yeah, Kevin Grafal done a six. He's all right. Kevin Grafal done a six six part mini series of this story of this character. By all means, I think I share Blue Marvel is a remarkable character. Um, I stick with him. He's for me. I would say right now we're talking. I would say he's literally in the top, top three. Maybe number one, numero uno. Maybe, maybe you're putting your face like that. So there must be a number one that beats him because I already got a number one in my head. But I said maybe number one. 
I, I know. I go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say I know you were a spawn guy too. So you know, I, I know. know. I know. <laughs> Born, for me, he's he has. I've got his. I've been collecting his comics since the, like when he came out in the early nineties to now, and yeah, I've been reading his stories for a while. So that's he's always been my standard number one, like pinnacle gold standard fixed rates. No arguments about it in terms of uh, black superheroes because Al Siemens, for me, we all had generic superheroes that, oh, wow, as you talk about John Stewart and um, and whoever. But Al Simmons as Spawn, especially being like the, uh, the, the leading character in a flipping comic book publishing, you can't beat that. You can't beat that. I was like, whoa. Like Spawn has done tropes upon tropes upon tropes. Lost. Like he as far, he's immortal. You can't kill him. This guy, my bojo was the devil, is the devil that controlled him <clears throat> and literally wiped his memory out and took him five years forward in his in his in the, back to his life and took out his memories and completely deformed his face, his whole being. He didn't even know who he was and everything. And he came back and still beat him at his own game. Come on. And that's me just giving you small salt bay trinkets of it. So yeah, spawn. If it was it's for me, okay. Now we're talking about it now. Spawn would be number one, then be blue marvel. But anyway, yeah. Okay, okay, that's solid, solid picks. Uh I will admit I'm not quite as knowledgeable on Blue Marvel. Like I do own an action figure of him, but as far as comics go, I've read, I believe, um, uh, the run that explains like his backstory about how he was like a hero growing up in like the '60s or whatever. Oh, who like wore a mask and yeah, yeah, yeah. that whole backstory. And yeah. I really fuck with that backstory. That's a really strong like. I always like it when superhero stories or comics are able to like tell stories that reflect like real world events and yeah. like touch upon those real issues in a way that feels organic <laughs> to the story. So I always respect uh, Adam Brashear for that. In terms of like lately, uh, at least in terms of like recent Marvel comics, I'm not sure where when the last place he popped up is. I'm not sure like what's going on with him currently. Um, to be fair. I can't remember. It has been. It has been. Well, I won't say it has been in 2024 or 2020. It's been, I think, sometime in 2023. I can't remember now. Shoot. Definitely was the ultimate. I remember he was in the ultimates. I can't remember. I can't remember for the life of me right now. It's just that's just gone for me. It's just literally from mind. But a lot of black characters that have been showing up a lot lately is um is in X-Men. Sync has been Sync. Hey, I fuck with Sync. X-Men, I'm seeing black people pop up left, right, and center every, everywhere so often. Yes, there's been black characters there anyway, but recently, I'm just thinking like, yo, there's a lot of black characters, a lot of black mutants in that whole storyline of being told in different in different comics as well you just see them pop out you think whoa but sync's been the has been the prominent guy that's been there quite often yes we've got you got your bishops and your storm as the, the ones that we all know and love 
Sink has been there for years, but he's been quite prominent of the of the last what what five five years now. Oh, it's going on five years. It feels it's so crazy to me because it feels like the whole Krakoa era started like yesterday. It just it blows my mind like how much ground we've covered since like Jonathan Hickman started that whole like movement and like resurgence of like the mutants. How like it's been so long. Like, man, it's just crazy to think about. But yeah, man, you're right on the money with that. It's crazy to me how how um how yeah, we'll get, to, we'll get to you in a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Cosplay here, Mr. Cosplay Alliance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason why we haven't spoken about him yet. Yeah. Pause. Pause. We've got scripts and shit here we're going to talk about. I can't. I look. Look at You know what? Let's <laughs> sink. Hey, man, someone's got to keep the chat active. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah someone needs to keep the chat. But yeah, sink. Is a great character. What I love about Sync, he can do any mutants capabilities. Yeah, not any mutants. And any super, any guys with powers. He can copy the and he can keep them. He can keep the power. And if he keep, yeah, and he also can keep them. But also that if he does it from, for example, let's say this for example now, me, you, me, Shinobi, and you, yeah, a Superfly, yeah, all together, we've got all our powers now, yeah. I'm Sync. Shinobi's got powers of Superman. Yes, you got them, them beautiful powers there of Kryptonians, and you got your beautiful powers of 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 Icon. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. Whoops, but I whoops, what happened there? Uh, but I can have the privilege of copying those abilities and using it to my will. Now, let's say hypothetically speaking, now you guys are not there. I could still do it, but from memory. But if I do from memory, as you already know from reading this, it ages me. Mm -hmm. You understand? That Sync is a disgustingly powerful um, uh, mutant. Like, if he, if, if a powerful mutant is there, it can copy your abilities and still use it better than how that mutant used it. To Sync is something else. He's it, a whole different trope. And I, it scares me sometimes because I'm myself. <laughs> Yo, if there's some powerful mutants there and sinks there as well, that person that they're facing is dead. <laughs> Calm. If he's there and Goku's there and Vegeta's there, Superman's there, and Icon, it's gonna be a rough afternoon. <laughs> rough afternoon, especially if you can do it from memory. Nah, Captain Powers from memory. That's sick work. Abilities around him, he's copying them all, and he's messing that person up. There was like what. You do it as well. You see Goku, Kameha. You see, you also you see Sync does as well. Kameha. He also out of nowhere. He started doing this with you. What? You could do it too. Yo. You see, you see Goku turn Super Saiyan blue. So the Sync. Calm. He's he's on a whole different trope. It doesn't matter what race, what abilities, anything. You can copy it. And if you after he's 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 sensed it and everything like that, and you you disappear to a whole different world. Or different dimension, he can still do those abilities again. But the only counter, the only thing that works against him, it ages him. Let me ask you this: If you were to put Sync up against current DC continuity Vixen, because mm -hmm. if you've been following, you know that Vixen's gotten like a very significant power upgrade lately. 
where like basically now as opposed to just like being able to emulate the powers of the animal kingdom she also can emulate the powers of people within the dc universe like she could copy like superman's abilities at least that's what like like i'm just going based off a video i saw from king lion but <laughs> yeah basically she's gotten a pretty significant power upgrade lately so like who would you put up if you were to put sync up against vixen in current continuity who who do you think's taking it sync Okay, okay. Why why is that? Do you not hear what I just said to you? He could copy your abilities and do it better than the person that originally did it. And not oh, only that as well, he can also add some more powers from memory. So let's say she's winning and she's got the extra edge. You know what? Fuck this. I need to use someone else's abilities. Okay, let me teleport. He's adding something extra on top of that. Sync. Okay. Oh, how about Sync versus Darwin? Sync versus Darwin. That's good. Can I tell you why? Because they're both not dying. <laughs> <laughs> they're both not dying. But the only difference is between Sync and Darwin is that Sync can be using that ability. He can use people's abilities from memory. But he's also surviving because he's got Darwin in front of him as well. Yeah. And also, doesn't doesn't Sink also have like an expiration date as well? Like since like if he uses his powers like like it ages him. Yeah. But um, if Darwin's there, so he's surviving that. You 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 in the battlefield, I'm just telling you what I'm doing from my experience. The unstoppable force meets the immovable object, I suppose. Bang. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. But anyway, let's talk about Icon. Simplified, you know about Icon, right? I do. Great. So what I love about Dwayne McDuffie, he, um, so Milestone have this iconic character called Icon. Now, he's basically Black Superman, but he's not just like, he's not just one of the typical things here where he, um, he came down to our planet and his ship copied the DNA of the next, the closest living thing to him, which happens to be a slave woman, a black woman. So what was so wicked about that is the fact that once that ship copied the DNA of that woman, um, um, what is it? His name's Augustine, right? Yes, Augustine came out and that's what he looked like. But he doesn't age. He doesn't age whatsoever. He's that, he stays youthful. So he's, he's faked his death Many times as Augustine, and you know, come back as a kind of like Roy, uh, like a, a like a descendant from his previous person who he died from, which I liked about him. So he's been living over the years. Superman hasn't Superman hasn't come nowhere close to this. Superman he's got the same abilities where he can live for quite a while, but he doesn't do none of that. And what's so great about Icon is this: he's like Black Panther, intergalactically wise. Because he's got a diploma, not a diploma. He's got some kind of thing where he's given permission that he's granted David that he's not allowed that he's not allowed to be arrested or anything like that because he's given permission to be alleviate him of that. And I think to myself, that's interesting. He's basically Black Panther in space, but he's not, not nothing royalty whatsoever. Because if Black Panther goes to like say uh, New York and start attacking people, he's 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 annulled for whatever crimes that he's caused in that country. Because of whatever he's got in whatever the uh, the promise he has gone on with Wakanda, if that makes sense. 
So I thought that was quite unique. But what also what I like about um Icon, Icon is like a powerhouse man. He's super strong. Those that people say, yeah, but he's 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 stronger than Superman. That varies because it always depends on the writer at the end of the day. Because there's times where I've seen the writing that that has shown Icon overpower Superman and just punched him. Great. But at the same time, when he's seen beat Superman, Icon's arm or hand was damaged from that punch he gave Superman, which I'm thinking to myself, okay, cool. The writer has to give him some kind of weakness or trope one way or another. But Icon, he has super speed. He has super strength. He has abilities of projectiles to shoot out as well. He's highly intelligent. What I like about him as well, he's a lawyer because he's there for the, for the people to support them for any type of crime they're causing as well. They're like, they're, they're, I even they're... remember the Young Justice cartoon. He was the one who was uh, representing the Justice League when they were on trial on Rimbor for uh, being brainwashed by Vandal Savage when he sent them out just to spin the block in the yeah. cosmos, just like ripping shit up. Yeah. Icon was the one who was defending them in court. Yeah, but no, he's a sidekick um, partner, Rocket. Rocket. Yeah. Why well, like how they met? Yeah, Rocket originally was going. Uh, Rocket was with a gang of people when they broke into his house. He dealt with them and everything like that. And when he went to talk to her, he goes, "You could do better. You could do like you think it's hard in life and everything like that. You doing this, you doing that. You could be a better individual, but you choose to come here and cause these crimes. Do better. Be a better person." Is and the thing is there that talked to her said something about her and she came back to him. She was okay, help me, help me be a better individual. And he did that. He actually made her, he made his life, he changed her life around and stuff like that. Also made a, a superior partner from from it as well. Her but you know what her abilities are, right? All right. Yes, she can like create like kinetic energy kind of like bubbles that like grow stronger the more you punch them. Yeah, all from his, the technology from his his race. So it's, it's remarkable. So these two here, like Icon and Rocket, are two great characters, all from Milestone Comics. Fun fact about Milestone Comics, guys, that those that don't know that are watching, Milestone focused only on, this, on the same simple thing. Black superheroes. Mm -hmm. This is before we done, this is before Impound Comics and obviously um, King Lion's comic as well, uh, Comic Lion. I can't remember the name name of it if uh, if there if there if it is called one. I can't remember the name of it. But I, this is what I liked about Milestone. Milestone came from uh, Static Shock came from Milestone as well. Um, Milestone was uh, focusing only on black superhero. Dwayne McDuffie did a brilliant thing. God rest his soul. But yeah, he did a brilliant. Thing. Yo, trust me. For me. Someone at a young age seeing these things and go, I was just there going to comic books. So I think this a black superhero. What was this? I was baffed, but it's in my collection at home somewhere. I'm not complaining. Okay, so so far we spoke about Blue Marvel, Spawn, Icon, Rocket, just by just stuff, and Static Shock. Go on. I want you to because I, I feel like I spoke and sync as well. So that's six superheroes so far we spoke about. Yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like now, especially like in this day and age with the Spider-Verse movies, we gotta we gotta talk about my boy Miles Morales. Cause Miles Morales is a very fascinating character for me because when he first was introduced all the way back in like I wanna say 2000, like 10, 2000, around that era, that was when like the whole controversy with like 
I guess, controversy, you could call it, was, oh, Donald Glover for Spider-Man, because that was around the time they were planning on rebooting the Spider-Man franchise, and you know, people were... 2009, when you look at the audition. Yeah, it was 2008-2009, they were looking to audition for that, and stuff like that, um, for Spider-Man and stuff like that, and Brian Michael Bendis and Sarah Pichelli caught wind of that, and they decided to create a character. Brian Michael has mostly done it for because of he's um, he's got obviously multicultural family himself, mm -hmm. and it was also like I think he mentioned also mentioned that he was like kind of inspired by Obama as well. Yeah, he, I think he said that mostly just for you know try to um, just look like he's uh... <laughs> sorry. Bless you, Doc. Bless. Yeah, sorry, I'm I'm ill right now. I'm suffering. Um, yeah, I feel like he said that for the sake of it, trying to reach out to people, but him doing that character was more than enough. And I'm happy that he's done that character. Because when the, I remember the internet during the time, when they first introduced Miles Morales, the internet went crazy. Yeah, I'd imagine. I know for a fact that if they were to introduce Miles Morales now, as opposed to back then, it would have been twice as bad. Like, it was bad back then. It was bad back then. Boy, if, if they did it now, woo, we're talking riots in the streets, yo. It was crazy. So when Ronnie Michael Bendis created that character, I feel like he kind of tapped into something that like was really became like now we kind of just take Miles Morales for granted. We kind of just act like, well, he, he's just a thing. He's just like he's kind of become synonymous with like the Spider-Man brand between like the Spider-Verse movies, between the video games, between like even some of the cartoons where he's been uh, featured or like he's kind of just we've kind of just like accepted him as just like part of the Spider-Man mythos. No, so it was always kind of interesting to me to go there. back. I, think, I, I don't think I disagree with you there because we didn't kind of accept him. You need to understand, yeah. When he first came out, everyone goes, "Oh, well, so you had to kill a Peter Parker so you can get a black superhero in there, a black Spider-Man in there." Oh, we don't want him in anything like that. Even though the Ultimate Universe they had Marvel so and on the on um, a Marvel uh, Prime Earth six one six, they didn't. They weren't happy about it because the fact of the matter is, had to kill a Peter Parker. Even though Peter Parker eventually, after probably what. 36 odd issues in he came back to life back. yeah he came back to life they were still happy about it you didn't understand you need to understand this year they didn't like the idea and concept there was a black person that was spider-man but what what i liked about miles moranis and what i liked about what brian mccombins did here they didn't do a conventionally cut for cut of his story he still had both his parents this was remarkable because obviously Peter Parker, as we know, he doesn't have both his parents. He only has his... Thank you. He's all... He only has his aunt. He doesn't have his uncle. So that's when he knows the trope of great power comes great responsibility. But with Miles, he was... That, that day, he had to indoctrinate that. But we had the concept of playing around the universe of Miles. His uncle was the Prowler. But in the comics, what was his uncle doing? Blackmailing him to do no nefarious things Otherwise, if he doesn't do those nefarious things, he'll go to his his dad and his mom tell him that, oh, by the way, your son is out on the streets being Spider-Man. That was a wild dichotomy they set up. They had beef. Miles accidentally killed him with his venom blast. Mm -hmm. Touched him. Just a little tap. And all of a sudden, his suit went haywire and it exploded. Yeah. That, what, what I liked about that, yeah, even he's like, oh, 
they've done so many, so many different things. Like, there's one time he gave up being Spider Man because the police shot his mum, but it was mm-hmm. by mistake because they're trying to kill the Venom symbiote. But since the Venom symbiote obviously is very loose and fluid and everything, the bullets mm-hmm. went through and hit the hit his mum by by just by mistake. He gave up being Spider Man. All these particular things about it. I loved even when his dad found out that he was Spider-Man, his dad ran away. None of this is synonymous similar or similar to Peter Parker, but these stories are remarkable about Miles Morales. Even him learning how his abilities and everything are making him web shooters, him getting his, his costume from Shield, from the, from Nick Fury, the Samuel Jackson version. Uh, you know what I mean? All these things about Miles Morales was made remarkable, but at the same time. All these stories that are coming out, he was still receiving the same hate. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you this now, yeah. When Spider Verse came out, now that's that's when the hate died out. When Spider Verse came out in 2018, because think of it this way: 2011 all the way to 2018. That is seven years of hate about one character. Yeah. And he still prevailed through all the way through. When Spider Verse came through, that's when you see, oh, Mars Morales is a sick character. Oh, this, oh, that. Oh. All of a sudden, the, the energy shifts. Of course. The economy has changed now because one thing I loved here is this. They placed his character in a way where people can actually see him in the medium that can understand him properly. They even changed up his story a bit. But they also mm. made him look, oh, wow, he can camouflage. He's got Venom Blast. They actually now, now they start putting two, two together visually now because you can see it. This guy's nothing similar to Peter Parker. In fact, I think he's he's got better powers than him. Mm-hmm. And the Spider across the Spider Verse movie even expands on that with him being like the multiversal anomaly that like everybody's like, oh, you shouldn't exist. And how like the creators uh, basically explicitly said that yeah that was a metaphor for like how the fans reacted to the character when he was first introduced, as opposed to now. But I really do feel like those Spider Verse movies are a classic example of like when you when you tell a good story, mm-hmm. when you like craft a strong narrative and make the audience invested in these characters and like actually like put effort into like creating like as strong a story as possible. Yeah. People will fuck with it, regardless of Russ. what the character looks like, where the character's from, regardless of any of that. There's always going to be like a lot of like naysayers out there who are just like the get off my lawners who are like, oh my, we ain't never, we ain't never, Peter Parker's always got to be white, Spider-Man's always got to be white. <laughs> but like, yeah, it's always, That's if you tell a good story, people will watch it at the end of the That's day. That's the thing that, Miles, uh, that uh, Stan Lee told us, anyone could be Spider-Man. You yeah. That you could be anyone. It doesn't show your skin color. It's not like it's not Batman. The power you can see. Oh, he's a white guy. Don't worry. Don't shoot, guys. Don't shoot. You know what I mean? Anyone, anyone could be Spider-Man. You don't know who he is. You understand? And what's remarkable about that as well? I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. Yeah, where was Spider-Verse? I was happy that that came out, but I hated the fact that they diluted. He, they had to change his story whatsoever, shift it a little bit. Because I went, it's, it's a bit, it's a bit changed. I don't like it, but I fucks with it. And I was still smiling. I was still smiling because I was so happy about it. Because at the time when I was in a relationship, the girl I talked to the cinema, I remember her face lit up. She went, because she, she did she didn't really like most of this superior stuff that I'm into and stuff like that. So Black Panther came out that year. 
Yeah, 2018. Black Panther came out. Then later on, Spider-Verse. When she watched Spider-Verse now, she looks at me and she went, is that the character that you dressed up as and cosplay Michael Owen? Yeah. She went, wow. Oh, 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 hold on, hold on. We we got we got we got another guest. Oh, hell hear me? King. Oh, hell the king. Yeah. Okay. Thank hell God, the king. man. Up, bro? You doing all right? Yeah, bro. Yeah, man. I had like I, I'm aware of having technical issues and stuff, so it's I apologize, man. I apologize. It's cool. I got it. I got it right though. It's cool. I'm, I'm letting you know now. I'm not after your throne. I'm not here to beef you. I'm not here to challenge you. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> this, this, this is a beef free zone. Bro, that's what's crazy to me, though. Like, I don't even be starting shit. I be minding my business and somebody will come at me and I'm just like, so if I hit you, you're going to feel bad. Yeah. Well, you should have kept your hands to yourself. But OK, you know, it's, it is what it is. You could have you could have just done this because like, I don't think people realize as adults, you know, Shutting, say, just shutting up is free. It don't, it don't cost you nothing. To just do this. It, it's, it's, it, that costs you zero cents to just do this. You know what I'm saying? But people don't know how to do that. Nothing. They do this, nothing. but expect you to do nothing. So it, it is what it is. So King, yeah. since you, you consequences, I'm gonna catch you up with what we talked about so far. Yeah. So mm -hmm. so far we've mentioned Spawn, Icon, uh -huh. Blue Marvel, Stack Shock, Sync, uh, Rocket. And Mars Morales, we're on Mars Morales at the moment. So, these so are here, here's what's funny: you got to take, you got to take Icon out. You have to take him out. He can't, he can't be. A he can't, he can't. Because 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 technically, because technically Icon isn't black at all. Icon was because a he's an alien. alien. I just, I just yeah. said, yeah. What if he changes yeah. his DNA to become black? Does hey, that hey, like? Hey, Superfly, that's called blackface, buddy. That's called. Hey. <laughs> Cause hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. If we hold on, let's let's be for real. Let's be for real. If we accept him, then we got to accept Martian Manhunter and the yep. Black Bomber. And the Black Bomber is a white dude oh. who can turn black. Hey. So if we accept him, we got to accept the rest. Hell, matter of fact, you got you got to hey. accept Lois Lane because Lois Lane point was taken. black at one point. Remember that? No, that's a deep cut. that's a deep cut. The reason why we mentioned Icon now is because he stayed black. He did not, it's not like he changed back to his alien race or anything like that. He kept true. His, he stayed that and he stayed true to that. And also another thing as well, just like how your your comic book line as well, where you focus on a lot of black superheroes, he was part of milestone comics. True. So that's why mm -hmm. he's in that list. Now now, now when I think of blackface, I think of like when you take on the form of a black for like some form of personal gain, like hey, Lois Lane, when she became black, she did it because oh, I want to know how a black person experiences life. Or like when the Punisher did blackface back in like the seventies or the eighties, he just did it as like a disguise, just to hey, like. Hold on, hold on. Hair. That was forced on him. He did. He woke up. He was like, "What the heck? What is? What is he doing?" He's, he's, he's shocked. Now I must be misremembering it. <laughs> yeah, because he woke up. He had blue eyes, with black skin. It was like, "Yeah, we seasoned you, buddy. We seasoned you." Let me <laughs> But you're good. You're good. Put a little sauce on that, you know. Yeah, you Lois Lane, Lois Lane, she willingly chose to be black. She was like, "I want to know." Uh, he is not Caucasian, so based on that, I'm going to go. I'm going to agree with King on this. Yeah, and and the, and the problem with him is like you got to realize, like it's like it's a joke, 
but he still tricked the black woman into like raising ET. Because if she would have known that was a grown ass <laughs> alien, she wouldn't have picked him up and brought him in the house. He didn't trick her. <laughs> he was a, he was a, he was an innocent baby at the time as well. He was the innocence. Ah. Ah. The ship, hey. the ship copied the DNA to the low, the, the closest thing, life form, which happened to be the woman. You understand? Then hey. as soon as the ship opened up, there was a black baby there. Here, here's hey, the problem. He, he, he the put in work on the underground railroad, though. I'm gonna give him, you know. Hey, hey, here, here's the problem with that. If he had, <coughs> had sailed into a colonizer's house, he would have that would have been Homelander 2.0. That would have been Homelander 2.0. If he had fell in Mass's house, we would have never gotten free. He <laughs> hey, that would have hey, that would have been another catch of Freeman. Because remember, as he got older, he discovered his power. <laughs> as he would have got, all right, boy. You go round them up. Don't you let them get nowhere, boy. That's, that's what would have happened. That's what would have happened. He was I do kind of like Icon just like for the image of like a white slave master trying to beat a man with like Superman and vulnerability. Be like, hey, boy, why aren't you? Why aren't you? Just sitting there taking it. Yeah, that's right. Do it again. Ah, there you go. He's just taking it. Cause like my boy, uh, my boy Aris, he brought him up, and I was like, "Hey, Aris, what's his origin story? I don't think they know his origin." <laughs> and I said his origin was like, "He was an alien." I said, "Yeah, he ain't one of us. He ain't one of us." That's the thing. Like, I agree with you. He, like, um, like I know his origin very well and everything like that. But someone in the chat, no names, no names included, Mister Cosplay Alliance mentioned him, so I thought, oh, you know, if we have to, then, then we just, just make him happy. Just yeah. mention him. Hey, I'm just saying. Well, let me ask. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Does Spawn still count as a black person? Absolutely. Considering how yes. like they completely absolutely. like absolutely, his... bro. They gave. You know what? You know what's so messed up about Spawn? And anybody watching in the chat, I apologize if I offend any of you. But me personally, I don't think we should ever recommend Spawn for like Black History Month or as Black Excellence. And I'm saying that because you have to remember. Even if you take away the war, you know, war hero, war criminal crap, whatever, he still, as a black man, beat his wife and killed his first baby by punching her in the stomach. So I, I, when it comes to Spawn, he's a cool character. But when you find out the shit he did to Wanda, it's like, that's not a character I want to idolize with or I want to be like, yeah, Spawn's one of, yeah, no, she told you, ow, I'm pregnant. Really, baby? Mm, no more. Anyway, so what are we talking about? Like, yeah, Junior is dead. Like, and then, and then, even in hell, they brought. It was like, hey, Spawn, we got your unborn fetus right here. Look at this baby. Look at him. Remember how you punched him and killed him, Spawn? Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Like so. I ain't like, heard shit about that story. Oh, you know, you didn't, bro. You didn't, bro. So, uh, no, no, no. When Spawn becomes Angel Spawn, he gives mm -hmm. up his powers. He's like, I want to go back with Wanda. And the mother creation is like, do you not remember the shit you did to her? No, she loves me. I was a good husband, and she makes she, she makes him watch Wanda tell Terry of the shit he he did to her. And he's like, I, I couldn't have done that. No, I I would have never hurt Wanda. You killed your own baby, and you used to beat her daily. Stop playing. She said your punishment is them fucking alleys. So get back there and and and, re and earn your redemption. And that's why he his suit came back. She that's his punishment. He can't leave the alleys, and he has to be the like he has to be what he is as of right now because of what he did. Like he hasn't paid for that shit. Is that why like his chains are kind of like his thing? No, he like, basically he's always got, like his no. suit is a symbiote of all the yeah. sins he's created in his life. Yeah. So his suit, so his, and it's actually a special symbiote. So right now, 
Um, he's going into a phase of being the ruler of hell. Um, mm-hmm. But that's his penance. Like he's him and Wanda. Wanda's dead, so him and Wanda are talking right now. But like that's his that's his penance. He fucked up. So when people go Black History Spawn, I'm like, hold on now, hold on now. Let's 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 get some positive one for the kids. Because when I was a kid, I saw Spawn as a kid, right? And I thought <laughs> Spawn was was cool. I thought it was cool. When you get older and you start reading them books, it's like, yeah, fuck this. What what? what, what hey you yo. What happened? Hold on. Wait, wait. He used to beat his wife. Yeah, killed his first firstborn. Oh my! One's going to face in my heart though, because like I I've been reading this since just like how you were kids. Me and you were kids. I've been reading it since then. Yeah, all his stories. So and I, I hate this and, and I agree with you. I yeah. actually agree with you. You're right in that in that sense of saying it, but he still got some spot in my heart. Because no, no, he does. He does, but that's but that's that's how they be getting us. When we're kids. We see these characters. We're all like, oh, I love this, and it's like. Once you read the books, what the fuck have I been idolizing this whole time? Oh shit! <laughs> what? <laughs> Damn! Like for no, for, no, no, no. When I first got on TikTok, right, there was this little boy, and he was a white boy, and he uh, wanted me to do a death battle for Deathstroke. He was like, "If you can't do a death battle, I just really want to learn about him." So I, I had to do a video, and I said, "Hey, kiddo, I don't like talking about DC characters because they're not really good for kids, and Deathstroke is definitely not good for kids." So his dad was like. What are you talking about? I think Deathstroke is cool. Like, could you could you explain to me? So I told him I was like, he touched kids. Wait, what? Oh, wait, wait a minute. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, he was in yeah, bro. And it's a lot. He goes, wait, wait, when did the? But they put him on Fortnite. Yeah, they, they put him on a lot. Of kids. So, yeah, they 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 know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. He was like, what was it ever retconned? Fuck no. They brought that shit back up. No sir. So get you. You idolize it because you know you you see the cool parts of them, but it's not until you get older, you know, you go, oh shit, Santa Claus is not real. Damn. Um, okay. Shit. Yeah, bro. I remember when I made my list of DC characters who deserve to die. Deathstroke was right up there after that Judas contract shit, yo. <laughs> he's hey, he's dead now, but they'll bring him back like usual. They'll bring him back. Oh, yeah, it's only a matter of time. Well, oh, yeah, King. Since you since you're here, we were talking earlier. We were like talking about sync. And the, I brought up the question of who do you think would win, Sink or Darwin? Bro, you want to hear something fucking funny about that? Like something that's like, if I'm going to keep it 100 with you, if I'm going to keep it 100 with you, um, damn, I, I, I normally I would have said Sink, but the problem with Darwin is he's been in the Children of the Vault for like millions of years now. Fuck! Not- what the yeah, and not only has he been absorbing their knowledge and learning all of their shit, he's he's ev- we don't know what the fuck he can do now. So to 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 count him out, I'm sorry, bro. I don't I, I don't get me wrong. I think Sink could copy his abilities, but the problem is is that like how Darwin is now, like I I don't see it, bro. I, and he t- and he told he told him that he goes Darwin, don't you want to come home? And he was like Sink, bro. <laughs> I've been here for millions of years. I've learned so much, and there's so much more to learn. I want to stay, bro. You do what you do, but I'm staying. What if they get you? They can't fucking touch me. They can't do shit to me. You do what you do. I got you, but I'm good. I'm learning. So when Sink comes out, oh, that's thing. When Darwin comes out, he's going to be probably the most powerful mutant that ever existed. Got here. So, I, yeah, forgot nah, about, I, I forgot about the children of the vault where he is currently. Yeah, exactly. And Sink is cool, but... Sink took an L recently, and it was a it was a pretty bad L. He took a lot of L's, especially, <laughs> the, especially, the, fall of, especially the fall of X. I see him in a wheelchair with pipes in him and shit. 
he looks older. And I'm thinking to myself, what the fuck happened to you? Yeah, they fixed it. They, Look they, at how they uh, massacred my boy. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, they, they fixed it. They went ahead and gave him, uh, you know, they, they put him through the rejuvenation process. But, like, that would be the resurrection process. The problem with Sync also is if he tries to use a mutant ability off of muscle memory, it makes him age fast. You say so, that, yeah. Yeah, Darwin, Darwin would, would eat that little ass up, bro. He, I'm telling you, Dar Darwin gonna be a problem. He's gonna be a problem. So, King, do you remember the time when they first announced about Miles Morales in comics? Do you remember yeah. how the internet was going crazy about him and all you seen all these comments, negative comments, by the way, about him? You want to hear something funny? I actually have the first appearance of Miles Morales. I just bought another another copy of it. It's in my box right here. Okay, that's Ultimate Four. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Bang. See? Comic connoisseur. Anyway. <laughs> hey, look, look, look. I may have more knowledge. You got more fucking books. I'm trying to catch up. I'm trying to catch the fuck Never up. Never catch up with me. How many do you have now? No. Not, not enough. Not a fuck enough. Like, okay. it's, I've got 62,000 and counting. 62,000. Yeah. It's crazy. It's wild. 62,000? Yeah, yeah. But the thing is that the difference between me and King is he makes more comics. He makes comics. So. I can't, I can't do with it what he does. And also, he's married. I'm not. So that's why I got 62,000 comments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got, he's a, he's a husband. He's also a businessman. I'm just, I'm just a businessman with time to spend on comics and anime. We can't hear you. We can't hear you. Oh, we can't hear you, King. You, you press something. King? Oh. oh. You guys got to rejoin. Okay. <laughs> yeah, anyway, keep talk keep talking about um uh black characters. Uh one character that popped up in my mind who like, mind you, I haven't exactly loved what they've been doing with him since like I want to say 2011, but like Oh, we still can't hear him, man. Eh? No. So oh, like, yeah, I was talking about Cyborg, bro. Cyborg. Interesting. Why? Why would you pick Victor Stone? Because I think, like, when it comes to representation, he not only like represents like like the black community. He also represents people who are like amputees who like have gone through like certain like trials and tribulations in their life or whatever okay okay well, fair enough victor stone aka cyborg is very interesting because he's been out there for, for a while now i would say what early 80s right if i'm correct if i'm wrong mm -hmm. now his mm -hmm. his story of what happened to him and everything like that and how how he came and <coughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. They've, they've reconned his story, upgraded his story, changed up his abilities and powers. Because in the, in the just to be clear, when I say cyborg, I'm not talking Justice League cyborg. I'm talking Team Titans cyborg. Team Titans, like from the early days. Yeah, like from I want to say like the early '80s, like his original inception up till before like the New Fifty Two, and like. Why they're bringing back they're bringing Cyborg back to where he was now? Like he's like uh like critical member of the Titans now. Like they're definitely like seem to be restoring that aspect of his history. Okay, so, yeah, I'm now. talking T Titans zero. Okay, somebody tried to call me and I didn't have my phone or do not disturb, so that's my fault. Okay. Uh, okay. 
Okay, so you know, so Cyborg's a very interesting one. I like for me, I I remember reading his comics in the late night, what mid nineties for me. Then seeing him in Teen Titans, not Teen Titans Go, because I don't fuck with that shit. Wait, who? Which character? Cyborg. Cyborg. Victor Cyborg. Stone. Yeah. Yeah. Look, 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 look. This is what I love about you, lying. Gone. Gone. I want it. This is this because obviously Superfire is the one that brought him up. That's why. But I want to know your opinion on Cyborg. What, what are you rolling your eyes for? I hate him as a fucking character because, like, he's got, he's got so much fucking potential and they just wasted. And mm-hmm. then you got characters like Steel. If y'all didn't read Steelworks, those characters have so much fucking potential. And then they, they just, they don't do shit. Cyborg recently, we just found out that he can open a boom tube so fucking wide that it can pull a planet out of orbit. Again, he can make a planet-sized boom tube. Do you know what the fuck you could do with that? And you just, you just, oh, we're going to sit him to the sidelines or whatever. And then now he has a new series. And it's not really like, it's okay, but it ain't, it ain't doing shit. Like he's growing his skin back or some shit now. It's like, they're not really like, it's just, it's just so much they can do with him. And they're just not doing enough. And it just really like, what, really irritates me. What the rise always. I will say Southward tends not to be able to carry his own book. Yeah, but as much video, as I love him, he can't really carry his own book. That's historically been proven. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's that's true. But the writers always try to make him feel human or be human. Fuck all that. <laughs> so what do you, he's never gonna be human. He's half human, half machine. We already well, that, that's the well, that's the point. You at, <laughs> at, at this fucking at this point in his series. Excuse me for cussing so much. At, at this point in his series. Yeah. There's no reason why he can't be a synthesoid or he can't have a nanite mm-hmm. body that makes skin for him. There's no reason it's why awesome. he can't accept what he is and just move on. There's no reason why he still has to like, like there's there should be no more internal struggle with him. Like we should like we should just get a comic of him just doing some great stuff. I'm talking about stuff on his own. And mm. one thing I would love to see from Cyborg is for him to leave Earth, right? Let's say he gets a distress signal somewhere, right? And he goes to try to help out a dying world or whatever like that, right? And the only way to help it is to save it from its its star that's going to explode and destroy everything. What if we see Cyborg send those planets to a whole other galaxy, etc., putting them in their own orbit, putting them in a star that's healthy? And, like, what if we see him use his technology to improve it or use his technology to fight a character that's just as powerful as Darkseid, etc.? Like, yeah. we, like, like, it's at this point he's so powerful as a character and he's so unique. There's so much you can do with him, but you're just wasting him. You're not really doing anything with him, and he's always the one that gets his ass whooped. Always. I remember, that oh, time, yeah, yeah. I remember that time in Forever Evil, in Forever Evil where his own armor came off and became the grid. Yes. When that happened, yeah, at the time. That I was disrespectful. You. At first, I thought, he's dead. He's dead. He can't live about it. There's no way, because all, all, everything that he needs to survive is from the armor. Yeah. And when in the grid, I was like, what the fuck is this going What's going on? When did this happen? Oh, my God. How do we know this this machine is alive inside him? All this I was baffed. But when it, when his dad came back and made a new version of armor for him to fight the grid, I was like, that's bullshit because he can't beat a mobile box with normal human technology next. But the, and, and that's the problem. You have a living technology that's attached to you and you're limited. That's stupid. You have a limited <laughs> technology that's a te- technically you should be a god if you want to keep it a hundred. 
Like yeah. and that would be the that would be the cool part, right? Just imagine, just imagine we see Cyborg's his eyes glow, his armor glows, and we see Cyborg just moving galaxies and worlds and putting it where he wants to be or destroying things as he sees fits. And he's like, I can I can move the universe. Like cause because again, with that technology, he can do that. Like he could like like just just really just really imagine that. A character that can that can talk to space like manifold, but control it. Think about that. Yeah. A god. Imagine imagine him looking at Dark Side like this, and Dark Side's all like, oh, I'm done, done, done. and just move his head. He's gone. Just he's gone. Like, what did you do? I sent him. I sent him to the Phantom Zone. You can just do that. Yeah, I, I got tired of hearing him yap. Now, what were you saying, Clark? Like, just just imagine that. Like, literally imagine you just being able to move your hand and just wipe planets and armies away. And I'm not. And saying what's crazy is even in the animated movies, he's always the weakest link. Like he was the yeah. weakest link in Dark Side War. He was the weakest link in uh, what's it, what's it called? Uh, the, uh, well, it's not an animated project, but deceased. He's the one like who's like Bro, he inciting got his, he got his that. neck snapped. Like Wonder Woman killed him. Why? Why dislike about the whole thing? Yeah, no one the writers don't really know what to do, with Cyborg. Yeah. Well, you know, know what? I've I've recently learned something. Um, and I, I said I was gonna make a video about it yesterday. I gotta make a video about it. Um, I'm gonna make a video about it tomorrow, or I might make it tonight. We'll see. But I cannot be upset with writers anymore because it's not their fault. And I'm saying that because when writers write, um, yeah. not them, it's the company. If if the character's not being written the way you want it to be written, we can't blame them specifically when you don't have free reign and there's a bible you gotta follow when writing these characters. I can't blame you for that. It's the company. The reason why this character is the way he is is because of the company. The reason why this character is the way he is is because of the company. And the thing about it is, like, all the things that happens to characters in comics, we can't blame the writers because the company saw that shit. They okayed it. They put that shit on a shelf. So you can't say, oh, well, we didn't want that. Yeah, but you proofread it, though, right? How, how did they get past you? Oh, oh, okay. No, you knew. You knew. You was okay with it. So, no, it's, it's, we can't blame the writers. It's the company. If the writers had more freedom... And if the writers didn't have to go by a holy grail, it, we, we would probably have some really amazing stories. I will say about Cyborg, though, like one redeeming thing that like I really appreciate about the original Teen Titans animated series is that I always felt that that was the best iteration of Cyborg that we've gotten, even like comparing it to the comics. For me, Teen Titans animated series Cyborg is like the best iteration that we've gotten. He has his own sense of agency. Like he doesn't really get like taken over by like foreign entities. They don't do an episode where like he gets taken over by Brainiac or like gets like hacked by Darkseid or anything. Like he's just allowed to be like a cool character. I just did a reposted a reaction video on TikTok uh, last week where it was the scene where he was uh, running the one with Brother Blood. And they're just going ban for ban. Brother Blood is like got my man like chopped up like like chop liver and like all of a sudden he just like deus ex machina just goes like oh the power was inside of me all along he just turns into like neo in the matrix he reconstitutes all his limbs from like pretty much like they don't really explain how he does it but he does it and like he ends up like saving the day for me that's the image of cyborg that i get in my head whenever i think of the character that's the version of cyborg that always sticks out to me whenever i think of like black superheroes in general and that's the one that i always uh appreciate well, the one thing I liked about that cyborg, or even when it came to Teen Titans, was like they had a way with uh, fighting, like like they had a way to 
to make you love what you were without making it a forefront. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I remember he was fighting. He was struggling with the whole him being a machine and not being enough, and he can only do so much. He wasn't limited by his color. No, he was limited by, it's yeah, by his, yeah and, and I thought that was so cool because, as a kid, <coughs> you know, we get limited because of this. But him, it wasn't that. You were literally limited by the technology that you had, and you somehow found a way to push past that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he had the little meter on him. He said, yeah, nah, that, that, meter, that meter didn't mean shit to you. And I thought that was cool because, like, when you did that, what I've learned about uh, comic book characters or just social media, period, the minute you bring race into something, people don't care about what you're talking about. They, just, they use it to attack it. You couldn't attack mm-hmm. him for that. You couldn't say shit. You couldn't go, oh, they made it about... No, they made it about a grid on his arm. And he broke that shit. Like, he had a limit. He had a set design. And he surpassed it. And for me, I thought that was cool because no matter what happens, if you are a if you are a black kid or a person of color, and you see somebody who looks like you overcoming those type of difficulties. Again, again, th- that is like the metaphor for us. Somebody set a limit, you broke it. To see that shit happen and to keep it just that, you you can't never attack that scene. You can't never attack his struggles. Like he did something, and now you know you can do it too. I always thought that was amazing for that character. Same thing when it came to uh, Static Shot. Static Shot did, did such a great, just it, it just did such a great job. Oh, and since this is Black History Month, I want to make this very clear. Static Shock is the first and only black superhero in cinema to ever solo the Justice League by himself Facts. and not need prep time. <clears throat> Facts. Facts. Mind you, Superman was not there. Wonder Woman was not there, but he, still, but still, in the Static Shock TV show, he had to fight Batman, Flash, Green Lantern, John, Hot Girl, all, and he beat them all. He literally beat them all. Was this a movie? No, this was in the it was a show in the, the Static Shock series. Oh, series. Sorry, yeah. he, he, he said in cinema. I was like, what cinema? Well, you know, basically, but but uh, cinematic, etc. But still, yeah, he beat him. He's the he's the only black um <clears throat> superhero that beat them all. <coughs> by himself. He, again, you can't take that away. He beat the Justice League. You can't you can't say, well, that's not well, he did it. And quite easily, might I add. It was pretty it was surprisingly easy. <laughs> so question. So just a question about Cyborg. Does it since we're all black, does anyone here know anybody that uses the word booyah? Yes. No. Actually, I do. Uh, I, got a- I I had a very distinct booyah period in uh, my younger years uh, that I tried to make that my catchphrase. Like whenever I would play sports or anything, I'd be like booyah this booyah that. I kind of outgrew that after like I hit high school. No, but, I, yeah, I got one. Uh, I got one. His name is Japanamir. Japanamir actually sounds just like him, so he actually has a Japanamir animation, and he's all like. And that's how he started <laughs> a lot of his videos. So he actually still actively does that. He sounds just like Cyborg. I'm not kidding. I Damn, we got to get him on a podcast with Kerry Payton. Shinobi, he glitched. I feel like, you know, I feel like could have been watching him and like, oh, booyah. We going. Yeah, you glitched hard, bro. Yeah, you glitched hard. Oh, yeah. So I, I said I feel like somebody you know was watching like in the '90s. Stuart Scott on on Sports Center was like, "Booyah!" Oh, we gonna yeah, that's that's it right there. That's the phrase. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that, yeah, but yeah, he does that. He does that on the regular, like literally on the regular. I used to find it corny as fuck. I used to say, "Booyah!" <laughs> really? 
really out of all things you said you say that i was like no i don't i I couldn't i couldn't i didn't like it at all but speaking of which as well um ray fisher his iteration of uh, cyborg in the um the justice league not the 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 scotsman version i liked how he was how he depicted the the emotional um turmoil that he was going through obviously the of his metamorphosis and change and everything like that and how he's learning he's learning about them he's learning about his uh, his metamorphosis as well bit by bit i liked it i, I don't know there's something about about cyborg harry fisher dramatized it in real life for me anyway as an actor i will admit i wasn't a huge fan of that iteration of cyborg i think ray fisher is a fantastic actor I think that, like, given the right script, he definitely could have, like, like, we could have gotten something, like, really, really uh, great. Like, it's just, just my personal opinion. I wasn't really, like, personally a fan just because it leaned into all of, like, kind of, like, the least compelling elements of Cyborg that, like, I find that, like, modern interpretations of the character often do were, like, oh, he's got beef with his dad because, like, his dad, he blames his dad for, like, his deformity. Oh, he all he wants to do is like play football, but he can't now because he like is mechanical and like he'll put the football through the football field. And it's like okay, like I want to I want to give a personal shout out to everybody in the theater that I may have disrespected that day, but I hated that shit. I said that, bro. I said what the I fuck? Said, is I said the I said the Scott Snyder's version, not the um, not the two hour short minute version that we saw. That well, thing. no. But regardless, my thing is like, bro, like you, like like all it was was I hate myself and I fucking hate you for trying to save me, even though uh, you know, I came in, I came in there fucking up your business <laughs> and shit. Like, like you blamed him for everything, and all he did was try to save you, like. You knew your fucking daddy. He didn't get milk and leave your ass. You knew who the fuck he was. He did what he did to try to save you. What happened to you was out of his fucking hands, but he loved you so much. He 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 did illegal shit to keep you alive. And don't get me wrong, it's fucked up. No one's saying it's not fucked up. But you took all that shit out on him, and not only did you take it out on him, you were just fucking sad. You would you would you were just like, I hate my life. Fucking hate you. You ain't shit. The world sucks. Fuck everybody. Like you would, you were just depressing. It was just like it was. It was just. So I grew up the cyborg. I grew up with. Even if we go all the way back to um, what's it called? Uh, Super Friends. Even to go all the way back to that. Yeah. Cyborg was always happy. He was he, he like, like he didn't let nothing bring him down. He wasn't depressed. Like the uh, the black cyborg I knew with the with the, with the mini afro. Yeah. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing, baby? Y'all doing okay? Oh, we go. We having fun and not like he was never upset. Like he was just never. But then now you got this guy. I hate my life. I hate my father. <laughs> Fuck all of you. You're all trash. I hate this. And I'm just sitting here like, yeah, nah, I'm good, bro. Like it, it was. It was just depressing. It was really depressing. And I, I just, and for instance, even when it came like Cloak and Dagger, the TV show that they did for uh, Hulu. He was just sad. He was just. I did I, like that show, but I get what you're saying. I have I have shadow powers. No, no, no. Nothing's deformed about me. Everything works. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? But fuck life. I hate myself. Yes, I have these these dark abilities. Yes, this is this is so terrible. I can teleport. Oh, the, the, the humanity. Well, wasn't he kind of like that in the comics too, though? I remember like when I was reading his origin story. That's pretty much all Cloak was doing. No, he was just no, like always no, no, scared, no, no. always sad. No, he wasn't always like that. Like when he was with her, he was happy. 
They used to take fucking vacations, vacations, not vacations, vacations. <laughs> Bro used to be out there in the sun in the speedo. Like they spent most of their time knocking boots, feeding off each other's energy left and right. Like, and then don't get me wrong, they had a rough patch or anything like that. But for the most part, Cloak is kind of to himself, but he's just not depressing. As long as he has her, he's happy. As long as she has him, she's happy. But it's like, you don't have to make everything a fucking struggle. I hate myself. I hate you. Like, you don't have to always make everything about that. That's one reason why I hate this latest Black Panther. I hate the, the last two Black Panther runs. They need to burn that shit in the ground. Bury it. Um, don't let them write shit ever again. But But no. Fuck it. Fuck it. And Marvel, if you ever watch this, and if there's any Marvel executives listening to this, I'm sorry. I know I said I'm not going to talk shit about the writers. I know that. But the last two you had, fuck them both. Because they no fucking way to do that to T'Challa. Bro, he, he, oh my God. Intergalactic Empire, you saved your people. Mm. You saved all the galaxies of Wakanda, and you saved Wakanda itself. You brought peace to everybody. Everybody came together, and you became the emperor of the Galactic Empire of Wakanda. Now, yeah, now you get kicked out your fucking home by your own women. You get betrayed by your brother, or not your brother, but your friend you consider your brother. Then you tell Storm, the black woman that you claim to love more than anybody in the world, that the only person you ever loved that truly cared about was another fucking man. And there's nothing wrong with that. More power to you, but... Who the fuck says that to a black woman? A goddess at that who's riding for you and being there for you. Who like just just really think about that. Just think about that. <coughs> I go, pose. He said to he said to stool that he looked at he looked at her fucking eye and he said, You don't know what it's like when the only person you've ever loved dies in front of you. And she was like, I, I didn't I did. I didn't mean it like that. Uh, I haven't I, I, read No, you good. They no, turned bro into a homosexual? I don't, no, 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 I don't no, know. No, no. I don't know, but that's how they alluded it. And then, like, he had to watch him die in front of him again because he survived. And he was like, look, I do love you. But I love T'Challa more. And she cut his head off right in front of him. And then when T'Challa went outside and sat down, she grabbed him by his head, put it in a bag and put it in his like, She said, uh. Now, now look at it. Look and see what you did. And he was like, <laughs> and I'm and I'm sitting here like, boy, what the fuck? And then, no, no, no. To make matters worse, you get dethroned. You are no longer king of Wakanda. You are no longer royalty in Wakanda, and you got kicked out by your own fucking women again, again at that. And to make matters worse, the same person who who flooded Wakanda. Drowned your babies, women, and children, and sent Thanos to annihilate you. He is now the protector of Wakanda. Namor is still the protector of Wakanda. Namor is still the protector of Wakanda. He is. He he is its leader. He's he's its protector. Well, I thought we would have that shit by now. A bad a bad Tubi movie. Like, no 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 fuck a bad. I I I I was like burn that shit. Just burn it. I don't want to see that shit no more. And then here's the worst part. Now in the new Black Panther series, we got ghettos. We got police beating on black people. We got black people who can't work together because they don't know if they want to have a monarchy or, or they want to have a, a whatever the fuck they're looking for. And then we got black people experimenting on each other. Hell, there's one scene where we go back in the past where you got black dudes slapping the shit out of black women. So I'm just like, what the fuck are we looking at? I don't, I don't want to see this. I don't want to read this shit. This ain't black excellence. 
the fuck is this? Like, I forgot his name, but he's a black YouTuber. Um, he's done videos with comics, uh, comics explain, and he was all like, Black Panther is back and better than ever. Bull. <laughs> Who, Who told you that? Who told you? Look, look, guys, look, guys, look. If you thought that you were gonna watch and read, you know, Black Panther, where you know everything's gonna get fixed, he's gonna be back with a uh, storm, you were mistaken. Because that's not what they did. They just kept it going. But they told it in a way that only they could. What the fuck? What are you? What are you? You can't sell this. What the fuck? You can't sell this. Yeah, this whole thing sounds like like if Tyler Perry wrote a Black Panther comic. Bro, that's that's what it was. Tyler Perry wrote this shit. He had this is Medea. Medea did this. (laughs) Medea, Medea wrote that shit. I'm not. I'm not. No. 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 This and I love wild. Black Panther. I, I am the reason why Black Panther is so popular on social media because nobody ever talked about him and said what he could and could not do. Nobody brought up his powers, his suits, etc. You did this now? You did this? Nah, bro, you're good. Nah, fuck that. I stopped nope. reading Black Panther from when the yeah the intergalactic uh, of Wakanda the, when it was in space. I and stuff. Right bro, that, yeah. bro, intergalactic intergalactic empire, Wakanda last annihilation, and then um um Black Panther unconquered. Are the only that 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 is black excellence. Wakanda, the the story series, is black excellence. Marvel voices Wakanda is black excellence. But these last two runs is shit. This shit is trash. Because how do you get kicked out? No, no, you get kicked out again by your own people, right? By your own people again. And if that's not bad enough, the Avengers take you back. All oh, the white people take you back. Oh, they treat you with respect. Oh. How the fuck? Didn't the Avengers kick him out too? I said, no, no, that's the problem. They kicked you out, but they were the mm-hmm. first ones. You know, you always got a home with us, homie. You know, we love you. <laughs> hey, hey, look, look. We know your race gonna treat you like shit, but baby, we got your back. Come on, home, baby. Look, does he still have his powers? Yeah, he still got them. Actually, now he's got both. So he's got the King of the Dead and the Heart Shaped Herb in his body now. He's got both of them. Way more powerful. Okay. Oh, and that new suit, hey, Marvel. Are y'all watching this shit? Because I know y'all are. Um, that new suit is shit. That shit is trash. <laughs> that shit is trash. Ultimate Black Panther had a had a better suit. That suit was the shit. I didn't like the mouthpiece missing, but that shit was the best. You need to go back to the black and gold. You need to go back to the black and gold or or something else. Cause this shit you got this this fucking um uh, what what they call it what Mad Max this Mad Max shit you got. I got a cape that don't even match the suit. Why the fuck is the cape tan? You're the Black Panther. Why you got why you got a khaki suit? Why you got a khaki cape? Why? It don't even match. You stick out like a sword. Oh, yeah. You can't blend in the shit. What is this? I remember. No. Uh, yeah, no. I'm I not. I'm not. I'm not I just looked it up. I am not vibing with this. Bro, and you walking around what? with a fucking spear? What is this? Bro, what? I have a new shoulder. Damn, son. A new, I have a new shoulder shield. So, shoulder shield. Bro, you have shields built into the suit. Well, I got this new spear. You got that built into the suit. What you need that one for? This looks like something that, like, like a King T'Chaka would wear, maybe. Bro, that's or, like, someone before him. He's got these fucking throwing daggers. You have energy daggers built into the suit. What do you need this for? <coughs> what are we doing? So the- you, you done fucked him over. You done fucked over Hulk. You done fucked over uh, a Ghost Rider. You done fucked over Spider-Man. Keep fucking around. Keep fucking around. That's four. That's four of them. Keep fucking around, Marvel. Keep fucking around. You're almost on strike five. Keep fucking around. Oh, speaking of Marvel, what do you think about uh, Falcon slash Captain America? 
Sam Wilson. I'm, I'm going to say this shit right now because I already made a video about it. <laughs> Falcon. Falcon is a super soldier. I don't give a fuck what you say. Falcon is a fucking super soldier. You want to know how we know he's a super soldier? Because we did research and we went all the way back to Heroes Were Born and we asked some writers and we caught them motherfuckers lying. I'm going to say it again. Hey, hey, Marvel, if you're watching this, I want you to know we caught your writers lying. Okay. We caught them lying, not knowing what the fuck they was talking about. So check this out. In 4K. In, in 4 fucking K. In Heroes Were Born. Sam gets the blood of fucking uh, of Captain America in his body, and it makes him a super soldier, right? Now, the writer said what happens in a pocket universe stays in a pocket universe. Okay, well, if that's the fucking case, why did all the changes that happened to these characters didn't stay with them in that pocket, pocket universe? They kept that shit when they walked out. Now that we know that, now you got to explain how the fuck does Sam survive a fall from space and head first into an ocean? How did Sam destroy a tank with his bare fucking hands? How did Sam survive a fucking bus getting thrown on him and, and he walked away unclean? How did Sam survive a nuclear bomb to the fucking face that would have destroyed a city? How did Sam pick up a truck? How did Sam beat Captain America? How did Sam beat Bucky? How did Sam beat uh, um, um, uh, the, uh, the White Wolf? How did Sam beat all these super soldiers, including Red Skull's son? Black Panther! Super soldier. I mean, wait, wait, wait. I'm still getting over the fact they took a nuclear bomb to the face. Motherfucker took a bomb and said, I gotta get it out of the city. And and blast to the face and his ass fell down smoking. Is he alive? That was in a secret empire, right? Uh no, it, uh, no, it wasn't a secret empire. I think no, no, it wasn't a secret empire. It was in um it was I think it was Falcon America Falcon Falcon America. <laughs> it was before he got his new suit. Actually, that explosion is the reason why he got his Captain America suit. But oh. Sam, Sam, Sam was damn near in space. Sam was out there with, with uh, he flew uh, the vampire bastard up into the point where he froze. Sam fell from that orbit head first into the ocean and was fine. He was fine. Wow. Sam fought Armadillo, beat his ass. Sam fought Black Black Panther. He lost, but he 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 was he was putting hands on with no suit. He was going band for band with Black Panther band though, which is more than I would have expected from him. Sam beat Bucky. Sam beat White Wolf. And those are super soldiers. Those are fucking super soldiers. I don't want to hear the, oh, well, it's it's comics. Now, fuck that. That is a human. That is a, Bruce would have died. Bitch Wayne would have died. What are we doing? (laughs) What are we, I hate to bring this up. I hate to bring this up. Remember World's Finest when he survived that fall from orbit with nothing but escape? At least they explained it. I'm gonna put my drawers on my face. There you go. I'm gonna smell ass the whole way down, but I'm gonna make it. Because I'm gonna use this cape. There you go. Yeah, slow myself down. Ass and feet first. I made it. Yeah, they didn't explain shit for Sam. Sam just fell in the ocean head first. Plop. I'm alive. Sam. What the fuck? What is this? And we already know that Sam has like superhuman powers, like with his ability to communicate with uh with Red Wing. So we already he is enhanced regardless. Red Wing birds. Yeah, not just yeah, birds. Mm-hmm. He can control birds. Yeah. And you wanna know what's funny? Hold on, hold on. You wanna know what's funny about Sam? This is how you know Sam was a super soldier because not only did not only did like Iron Man. Uh, Dr. Doom and the Fantastic Four remember their time in the pocket universe of Franklin Richards basketball, but 
Red Skull altered, and, and and he used the Cosmic Cube to alter Sam and turned him into a weapon against Captain America. And Sam did Sam didn't know that. Sam didn't know that until uh, Red Skull's son told him. He was all like, "Oh yeah, you didn't know he altered you, but he made you like this. This ain't this ain't you. This this is me. No, he created the only person who could have ever got close to Captain America." And he used you as a spy. You're a spy, Sam. Sam got pissed off and broke. He got, he was, I'm saying it again, he was chained up to a tank and he just broke that. He said, and broke it. I was like, that is a fucking stupid story. That is not a human. That is not a human. That's a super, no, sir. No, sir. No, sir. Because mm -mm. no black man, no black man with good credit could do that. Even with good credit, we ain't that strong. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. That had to leap in a, a, a 1030. I don't even know if your credit can get to a 1030, but that's exactly what that is. No. <laughs> because if you couldn't get a loan in Falcon and Winter Soldier, I think that kind of hey. corroborates that. Hey. I can't do it, bro. So where would we rank them in terms of uh, black superheroes in general? Where would we rank Sam Wilson? Sam's going to be at number... Um, i put him at number three. Nope. Three? Nope. Four. I'll put him at four. I'll put him at four. So because that's because the problem with him is that you have to realize people don't know a lot about him because they don't read his comics. People don't so, read in general. People yeah, don't, don't read. No, no, hold on, hold on. But see, when I say that shit, I'm a bad guy. How dare you say I don't read? You don't. You don't fucking read. King, I'm gonna tell you this now. I'll be saying it for a long while. Ask Shinobi. I'll be saying it for a while. Oh my how'd you know that? Because I read. You don't, but I read. I throw in their face. All the time. They were, sometimes I even say to them, where did you get your information from? Literally. No, nah, hey, hey. That's how I debunked a writer because my homeboy, he was all like, okay, I have a statement from one of the writers. Okay, this is what he said. This is what he said. He, this is what he said, okay? And when he said it, I said, that came off the fucking wiki. No, no, it didn't. I said, bro, we can go to the wiki right now and that's word for word, bar for bar. Well, how would you know that? Because I study it for, for situations just like this. That can't be real. That can't. Be... Oh shit! Yeah, he fucking lied to you. He lied to you. Yeah, go. You, you need to go talk to him. He lied to you. I was a comics. I saw in people's faces. How did you? How could you remember that? I said because I'm king fucking lying. Okay, I'm I'm too ignorant to forget. You understand me? You understand me? <laughs> you, can't, you can't stop me, bro. <laughs> you can't stop me, bro. <laughs> hey, like, oh damn! Hold on, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm telling y'all, bro. They people don't read. They go off these wikis. When you like, like I studied Cora, Comic Vine. I studied uh, the Marvel database, <coughs> database. And like before I debate anybody, when I know what character you're gonna use, I'll go study that whole list. That way, when you say, "Oh well, in this book, blah blah blah," that's not what happened. And you're using that statement, motherfucker. Did you read that page? No, read it. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. One person, I, I, I think last year, the year before, when the Batman was coming out, yeah, I cosplayed Batman. The amount of people were just sending me DMs saying, "Oh, Michael, you, you do know that Batman's not black, right?" I go, oh, what? No, no, wait, wait. I said, "Yes, he is." They went, "No, he's not." I went, "I went. Let me educate you. This is free advice information I'm giving you guys." Go for it. I went, Jace Fox." Not you guys. I went to the people that was DMing me. Yeah. They were Jace Fox. They were, who's that? Lucius Fox's son. He goes, no, he's only got one son, which is Luke Fox. Read this. 
then come back at me. When they read that, they go, ah, oh, Michael, I'm sorry. Don't worry. Usually I charge this amount, but for you, this fee is for free. Yeah. Being consulted, by the way. And they went, oh, shit. Because I made it look stupid. No, How can you tell me that there's no black Batman? I'll tell your mum, your dad, your whole family who, 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 what, and where. No one tells me nothing. You understand? Yeah. By the way, that's a dumb argument anyway because it's cosplay yeah, right even, 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 even if you need to be a, a comic book a black I, Batman I, I, in the I, comics I, to even justify you dressing up as a character even though it's cosplay and stuff I still want to challenge them anyway can I tell you why because no one can tell me anything and I'll make their reality I'll make their reality come to pass like so they can witness it themselves and think oh shit he's educated me as well as making me feel stupid yeah. he beat me at my own game <laughs> Nah, for me, I'm I'm a I'm a little more disrespectful with it. I'm not religious, but I love like fucking. When I'm like, you know, Jesus wasn't white, but y'all cosplayed him as a fucking you. You know what I'm saying? Y'all been, y'all been, y'all been, y'all been cosplaying that motherfucker since the dawn of time. So like, what the fuck? <laughs> and the way they should be looking at me like, what? I'm just I'm just saying. Well, he wasn't. I mean, let's keep it hundred. He wasn't. So I mean, Pharaoh wasn't white. All the cast is for that motherfucker is white. So I mean. Well, he wasn't black. You don't know that, but we know he wasn't white. But hey, look at you! Ah, ah. Okay, fuck out of here. Shit. Mm -hmm. People, what what it is is it all? All it is is this one thing that I've learned about being black or a person of color. Period. You're naturally gonna get hated because think about it, just just. I probably shouldn't say this, but just really think about this. Put yourself in, in a white person's shoes. If I was white and I knew this black dude was longer than me. Taller than me, stronger than me, <laughs> had a natural defense. He was cooler, could naturally dance. I fucking hate you too. Like, really think about that for a fucking minute. Like, how could you not? Like, just just think about like why he danced so good. He's black. Why he's so tall? He's black. What the fuck? Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, he's black. I'm done. I can't. I, I just, it's just that simple. Like, really put yourself in a white person's shoes. If I heard you had all of this shit natural, you damn right I wouldn't like your ass. Like, get, get I mean, that, what, what, wasn't that the point of get out, you know? like Exactly. It was. <laughs> like, like we want to beat you. I bet the fuck you do. I would want to be me too. Go for it. You got it. You fucking got it. Shit. We, we, we age better than everybody else. We got 70 months. We got people at 70 look like they in their fucking 30. Like, like, it's like, bro, like, you can't, like, still got a group. Yeah, Morgan Freeman, damn near immortal. Yeah, yeah, basically. So it's like, think about it. Put yourself in a position. You damn right you be pissed. I'll be pissed off, too. So wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. They just, they just naturally just, yeah, nah, bro. Mm -mm. Shoot them. What? Shoot them. I can't. Mm -mm. No. Oh, <laughs> you said longer, longer than you? Yeah, longer no. than you. Like, yeah. I, like, just look, look, look. Just knowing that. Just know you can't fight that. It's like okay, hold on, hold on. So naturally, yeah, they're just longer than you and girthier. Uh, the thing is, if you said longer than you, yeah, though, no, I was like, I can wait with it. I don't. Know. <laughs> and, look, and, and you're just like, is there anything we can? There's nothing. You, it's genetics. It's just how they are. It's just, it's just what the uh, fuck? And it's, 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 it's there's li there's literally nothing you can do, even when we age, like. Like, let me explain something to you. Do you know how pissed off I would be if I was a white man and I was 70 years old and I was in a wheelchair and I had a black friend who's 70 and this motherfucker's walking around looking like he in his fucking 40s? I'd be pissed. I'd be angry. I'd be like, how the fuck are you? How do you not age? What What the fuck? I take vitamins. I got a good life. I ain't, I ain't had to work much. And you just look like this naturally? You're still my friend. Now, no, I was born with health care. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I'd be pissed off too. It's just that, like, bro, just, just like, look, look. We got people like Simone Biles. Simone Biles mm-hmm. is one of the top, top Goat. athletes in the world, right? Go, right. They have to, they have to take points from her because she's doing moves nobody else can do. I'd be pissed off. Like, just think, just put, think, think of yourself as a little white girl, and you're just sitting there and you watching this motherfucker just do like a triple axle double some, some shit she made up, and you're just like. If we can't do that, we lose, right? Yeah, I'm going home, bitch. I can't. No, fuck this. We just, <laughs> even even that black woman who was like the figure skater who did like the one-legged uh, backflip that was like illegal. Oh, oh. That like. Oh, they were so no, no, they were so bold with it. Oh, we have to discredit that. Mm-hmm. Well, why? Because it's a move they can't replicate. Bitch, wait a minute. Exactly. Hold on. <laughs> wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. No. So I get into trouble. <clears throat> they can't do what I just did. Pretty fucking much. They can't. Well, that's, nope, nope. that's the whole point. Nope. Look, no, here, here go. They will actually die if they try that shit. <laughs> what? Like, think about it. Did y'all know the Germans used to do blood doping? Y'all know what that is? Yeah. They so, what? To, to make them like us, they used to take their blood out, train in the mountains. When they got back, they put that oxygenated blood back in their bodies. And it would make them, it was supercharged. Like, it was like damn near, they were moving and running just like we were. The Olympics, when they found that shit out, they, they outlawed it. So when we got in, we was dominating because could nobody catch the fuck up? Like any sport or whatever that we did, we dominated because they could nobody catch up. It's just I can do some research on that. So it's like mm-hmm. it's like, bro. Like at this point, like I just started to realize I don't even get mad about that shit no more because I get it. I would be mad too. We naturally smell good, skin tastes delicious. We just we just look amazing. We we make everything better. Like you know what you know what a vanilla bean look like, right? Just, just a little bit of that makes milk and cream delicious. Just a little bit of that shit makes that shit edible. You can, you can eat a whole tub of vanilla ice cream from a little ass fucking vanilla bean. That's how, that's how bad that shit is. That shit don't even taste like nothing without that shit. If you don't put that, if you don't put that vanilla in, that shit don't taste like nothing. Nah, it doesn't. Yeah. It's just look, look, chocolate makes everything better. The cookies and cream. Fudge brown, all that shit. Chocolate makes everything better. Even Oreos? Even, look, 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 even even mixing your genetics make pretty ass J. Cole babies. You know what I'm saying? There you go. You got every, you get everything you want. You get everything you want. You get pretty little J. Cole babies. It's that simple. Yo. I, uh, all right. Since 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 you mentioned <coughs> somebody, you know, leader, leader of the Morlocks. Leader of the Morlocks. Uh Storm. Talk about Storm, who I think is disrespected. First crush on cartoons when I was when I was watching X Men back in the day. I remember when she first come on. I went, I, I, I'm, look at me now. I'm flabbergasted because it's taking me back. I I got in in trouble for talking about her. I'm very (laughs) glad y'all brought Storm up. For me, she's number two, maybe even number one. For me. I can't do it. I can't for do me, it. it'll be her. Then my second crush will be for car- uh, well, animated cartoons at the time, Vixen. Them two? Yo. Now, here's the problem with that, though. DC did, DC did Vixen better than Marvel did Storm. Storm is a character who was tricked out of her lineage by Professor Xavier. Yeah. And Storm has dated and lain with majority of the X-Men. Like... They yeah, have made true. her. They have made her a symbol of ass since her earliest conception. When when, when Professor yeah, Xavier right. met her, she was just a naked black chick flying in the fucking air, just titties everywhere. And he was just like, 
um, you, you know, you're not a god. You're a mutant. You should come live with me and, you know, walk around the house butt ass naked. You know, just, you know, it's just, we got hot water. <laughs> we got, yeah, yeah, there you go. We got soap. You know, I, yeah, yeah. I wash my ass in the clouds. And you could wash that in my tub. Come home with me. Just come home with me, baby. Let me talk to you. Like, and then I, don't know, I always appreciated that aspect of her character, though. Like, maybe not just because like I'm I'm heterosexual man, but like also because like I think like it's a lot. It says a lot about like how comfortable Storm is in like her own skin and like being willing, being able to like you know like let let you hang out. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just bro. She's too. She's too goddamn comfortable. My my issue is like even when her and T'Challa was going through some shit, he said, "Look, I know who you are. I know you gonna you know fuck around. I get it. I got it. Just don't fuck Logan again. Do whatever you want, <laughs> but don't fuck him." And and the way she looked at him, she was all like, "You know I'm gonna do it. I know. I'm. I'm. Look, hey, you fuck him, and there is never no back together. I don't give a fuck what you. We will never." Get back. That's why they was able to, cause, cause that was their rule. You can do whatever you want. Don't, don't fuck him. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah just you associating with him brings down my market value as king, bro. Right. Like, but, 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 but she was like, I, he, I draw the fucking line with that wild bastard. But that's one, the, the, the first thing I hate about. It. It's not even just that. Like the the shit they've written her to do. She robbed Wakanda. She betrayed. Yeah, him. She, she chose the mutants over him. Yeah, and she beat her husband on multiple on a multitude of occasions. Like to me, I don't feel that that's an accurate depiction of you know who our goddesses are, who our who our women are. Like you beating your man, you done betrayed him, you can't stand by him for shit. Like you will choose these mutants over your own fucking people every chance you get, and you got a whole village that you were supposed to rule off because you are a mm. god, and goddess. you let Professor and you let Professor Xavier. Did you, did you know in comics? They just brought that shit up. She was all like, I remember when I was a little girl and you told me that I wasn't a goddess. That was my mistake. No, no, you lied to me. Just keep it 100. You fucking lied. He was like... To be fair, Professor X here was a menace. He He's done a lot of nefarious things. He, he was. Of nefarious things. No, he was. But my thing yeah, is... He's like, a shitty motherfucker. But my thing is, if we're going to look at black women that represent our women like, really, really good... I'm talking about Misty, Midnight, you know what I'm saying? Vixen. Like... There are other black women that are <clears throat> beautiful and they are great role models for young black women. But a character like Storm, and again, I'm not saying that you can't get out there and get what you want. I'm not saying that. But with her, it's so, it's so fucking easy. There's no challenge to get her. You don't have to have a, a big ass house. You don't got to have no money. You don't got to be somebody. You can just be anybody and look at her the wrong way. And she will let you hit. Like even after but if anything, that speaks more to like her childhood. Because if you remember, Storm pretty much like well, not came from nothing because like her parents were like born in like uh, her dad was born in the U.S., her mom was like of African descent, and like there was a whole thing where like they grew up in like Harlem, then they went to uh, Africa, and then like they died in uh, the the cave-in of their house or whatever. But there was a like for a sizable period of like her childhood, she like grew up on like the streets. She was like basically like Aladdin at the beginning of the movie, like just a street hustler working for the Shadow King, like and learning all this different like hand-eye coordination. She learned a pickpocket. The way she met Professor Xavier in the first place was by pickpocketing the motherfucker. So oh, but, but, that but, makes but it unsurprising to me no, no, that like point. her standards aren't exactly like to the roof when no, it comes to no, like, no, that's the point. That does that you just shouldn't be again. You are you're a goddess. You're a leader. You're a queen. 
there's no fucking way that you got that you just been like you live your shit been around the world, literally. <clears throat> like literally, okay. your shit has been like like every everybody can be like, oh yeah, I had a piece of that. Yeah, how about you, Forge? Yeah, I had some of that shit too. Asshole. Yeah. Hey Wolverine, I hit that as my boy. Hey Beast, Beast. Yeah, yeah. When I wasn't as furry, but I told that shit up too. Hey Nightcrawler. Hey. Yeah. Hey, I don't remember Beast that like, shit. Like, I don't remember hey. getting Beast. Oh, go for it. Go for it. It's, it's, it's like scary movie. Uh, what was that? What was that? It, uh, I hit that. Yeah, I hit that too. I used to think the same shit. Then when I, when I really started looking, I, I was like, girl, your shit been every fucking where. God damn. What the? Even now, after she, after her and T'Challa broke up, she got another dude like, like this, like this. It was, it didn't even, it wasn't even a week or a month. It's just boom, new ass. I was like, what the fuck is this? Damn. <laughs> she don't wait. She don't wait. She don't waste no time. She's like, oh, well, you're gone. Eric, hi, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, damn, what the fuck is going on? What is this? Shit. So it's like, bro, no, nah, I, I I, can't. But you look characters like Vixen. Vixen's like, no, nah, you got to earn me. Fuck that. Bro, when you, you first me. see her, when you see her, nah, Vixen is. Sir. Yes, How? sir. For example, look how John Stewart and her together as a couple. You really knew John Stewart is like, yeah, I got this. Yeah. I know John Stewart fucked up the fumble the bag and went to Shiera, but when you when they were together, even Vixen on her own, you can tell her no one can touch her. Like when you look, she, the way she looks at people in a seducing type of way, we're thinking, yeah, I'm looking at this, but you're not touching me. And even her powers and abilities, there's something about her, the way she walks, the way she holds herself down. The way she fights, how she talks, her mannerisms, her tonality, her attitude. She knew that she was someone of stature. That's bro, how she should have been. But, but here's what's crazy about Vixen, though. <clears throat> Even if you look at her in the Justice League Unlimited series, right? Yeah. When her and Shaira realized they wanted the same man, she told us, I'm not just going to give him up. When I'm done with him, you can have him. But I'm yes. not just going to give him up. I remember that. When, in, in Black Panther Intergalactic Empire, when he lost his memory, he had a girlfriend, right? Storm went in and told that bitch straight up, yeah, I'm here now. That's over. It's over with. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. This is a war, and he is going to need you to, like, help him out and shit like that. But as far as that shit goes. And she goes, so are you saying I can do for him what you can't? Bitch, you could never do what I can for him. Watch your fucking mouth, okay? All I'm saying is, when I cannot support him, you can support him for now. But when this is over, bitch, you better crawl your ass back in that ditch. And that was it. She just went over there and took him. But but Vixen? Oh, Vixen's like, nah, bitch, you can have him when I'm done. You have a good day. Nah, fuck that. Have I ain't gonna lie. If my girl said about me what Storm said about the Chala, that's an instant. <laughs> my wood is rising, dog. I don't know about you, but yo, if I ever had a girl say like, hey, that's mine. I got that. He's mine. Whatever you got going on now, that that that, that shit's over. He's mine. Like, just something about that for me. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Maybe that's just me, fellas. I don't know. <laughs> hey, bro, that shit. That shit is funny. Vixen. I like Vixen. I think Vixen is 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 really really good representation. Um, and I think there's a lot of other black black superheroes that are great representation, especially when it comes to mutants. But nah, like Storm. 
Mm, mm, mm. I'm sorry. And I think of Storm's legacy as like a leader of the X-Men. I saw a really good TikTok the other day that was talking about how Storm and Cyclops are like pretty much like perfect representatives of like the best leaders that like the X-Men has to offer. Whereas Cyclops is like the leader in like the field who like will bring mutants to like, I guess, like lead mutants to like the promised land or whatever. Storm is the one who will like protect mutant kind, who will like do what's like in the best interest of her, of her people of like mutants. And who like will like protect them from like what have you. the fact that like in the 1970s, basically like they got rid of the original team of the X Men and created introduced this whole new team with a black woman, a prominent black woman as not only the most powerful member but also second in command of the team. That was pretty much unheard of at the time. Like the fact that she was able to like Chris Claremont wrote her as such like a powerful dynamic character with such a strong backstory that like not only was able to like go toe-to-toe with the like any member of the team both hand-to-hand but in the danger room like not only having like an untold amount of power and like an untold amount of control to be able to like use her powers effectively in battle not only like multiple times was able to fight for leadership beat cyclops in hand-to-hand combat for leadership of the x-men beat the leader of the morlocks in a knife fight like, <laughs> like, um, uh, what's that, what's that Michael Jackson music video? Uh, uh, beat it, beat it, beat it, style? Like, like, shank, straight up shanking. And, like, the fact that, like, she was just, like, to this day, one of the most iconic leaders the X-Men has ever had. To me, that cannot be, like, cannot be overlooked. Speaking of black <clears throat> heroes, I've, you guys heard of Joe Muller? Or so, or so I say, Jola Mola, basically Green Lantern. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. She, she. Oh, when I first saw her in action, or should I say, when I first saw the artistry of her and everything like that, I went her depiction, her look, is so fucking. It wasn't sexualized, but yet powerful and still engaging, and even her abilities of what she could do. Yes. She's a Green Lantern, so basically it's her construct, but she hardly, she didn't really need to charge her ring because the life force of it was just, was always sustained all the time. She was, she was basically one of the powerful Green Lanterns at the time. And for me, that that amazed me because I was like, whoa, it was in Far Sexar, those, that 12 part issue mm-hmm. where I was reading and she's done some very amazing, uh, triumphant stuff because she was on her own. She had no one there to support her. Just to make sure I'm 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 thinking of the right person. You're talking about the Green Lantern with like the like cat ear thing, right? No, no, no. no you saw the glasses. You saw the one with the glasses. The glasses. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I have her. I have. Back. Yeah. I have her whole run. Yeah. I know. You're on four, four six, yeah. 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 So same here, and that that, that picture. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. That she never charged her ring at all, didn't she? Nope. She didn't need I to didn't see her charge that shit not one time. That was she, I, I think she I think she was also a special case. Like she she's it's a lot of these fucking lanterns that are strong. John not John, but um 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 Hal Jordan is the one that just really ain't like everybody think he is shit, but he's he's not. He's not. <laughs> he really he's so unremarkable, it's funny. Like Kyle Rayner, even John Stewart now has like stronger feats than Hal at this point in his John Stewart is a god. John yeah. is a god now. 
He's a god. Literally, he's a god. Even Guy Gardner makes Hal Jordan look like a dickhead. <laughs> hey, hey, not against Batman though, because he let he let that bitch punch him in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I said Hal Jordan. I didn't say against Batman. Yeah, because that don't make no fucking sense. A human, a regular human. No. Oh, oh, yeah. You shut the fuck up. To be fair, to be fair, he took his ring off. He took his ring off at that point. But yeah, that was the most disrespectful shit I've ever seen in a comic. If if I'm correct, Guy had his ring on, and and Bruce bitched him in his mouth. Yep. (laughs) Nah, he actually took his ring off. I remember. I I read that comic uh, very recently. Where like Batman and Guy Gardner were beefing, and he's literally like, "All right, you want to go?" He gave his ring to Blue Beetle. And he was like, all right, bro. Hey, I'm going to go look it back up, but I distinctly remember him knocking him in his fucking mouth. I remember that shit. Yeah, the knocking in his mouth definitely happened, but he wasn't wearing his ring, I don't think. Yeah. But shit, I got some things I got to take care of, guys. It was nice talking to y'all. Yeah, hey, not coming today. Dang. Get y'all later. All right. Get King. Peace, bro. King. All right. Y'all, y'all want to run through 10 real quick? What, what, ten, what, what, what was it? Do we have a 10? Well, technically, you we know, spoke a whole lot of catches. We did, um, you know. Superfly, you name your ten. I think we like exactly in order. Yeah, you can see name ten black superheroes. I name my ten. Shinobi, if you can name your ten as well. <laughs> also, I think Black Lightning should be somewhere like <laughs> should be at least mentioned. Bless you, bless you. Blade, you know, I gotta put, I gotta put my homie, but the Daywalker. Yeah, well, we were named our 10 in it, so we could mention the yeah. our 10 in it. So, yeah, all right, go Superfly, you go first. All right, uh, I guess I hadn't really thought about like order, but I'm gonna just like throw them out in no particular order and like yeah. just worry about ordering them later. Uh, Black Lightning definitely, I think, should be like included in this list. Uh, Falcon slash Captain America, uh, Static Shock, Miles Morales, uh. <laughs> Like you said, Blade, Blade definitely. Uh, John Stewart should definitely be mentioned. Uh, Storm, uh, Vixen, and Black Panther. Okay. Oh, wait, no, that's nine. That's nine. You got one more. Hmm. No pressure. One more. Either Vic, either, uh, you know what the hell I'll put? No, no, no. God. Wow. Zach the Black Ranger. Does Zach the Black Ranger count? Well, yeah, he's he's in Boom Studios comics, so yeah, he counts. Yeah, for sure. Zach the Black Ranger. Boom, you got your list. Yeah. Because he's also an Omega Ranger as well and all that stuff, so yeah. Counts. Shinobi, what about you? Your top ten. Uh, all right, top ten. I'm gonna go Blue Marvel. Yeah. Blade. Yeah. Storm. Yeah. Miles Morales. Yeah. Sam Wilson. Yeah. Uh, let's see. It was a Black Panther. Yeah. Uh, I said Marvel. Uh, static, go static. Yeah. Uh, what else? I'm gonna go Spawn. Yeah. 
John Stewart and I didn't say Storm yet, did I? No. But and Storm. Is, uh, cool. Wow. Okay, cool. So I would say Bishop. Definitely with Bishop. Mm. He's a guy that blows me out. out the, he blows my mind most of the time. I will say also. Uh, I should have said Sink. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Sink is another one for me as well. Because Sink is a, is a really remarkable character. He really blows me out of my mind that the things that he has done, he's the feats that he's triumphed. Icon's another one. Um, I'll also say Valzod because he's a really crazy guy, suit Kryptonian, especially that his parents is Zod. Yeah. Yeah. Um, taking things further. Miles Morales. No, no, actually. Change that one. Hobie Brown. <laughs> w. W. Because, you know, yeah, I said Hobie Brown because I'm British. So Miles Morales. I know, I know. I got, I got you. Yeah, Hobie, good old Hobie. Hang on, how many I say so far? Is that four? Four or five. Uh... Yeah, Blade. I have to pick Blade. The reason why I say that, yeah, because when we first watched the f- iteration of him in the films and also in the animation, he's just a fucking bad man. I don't care what everyone says. Blade does not ramp. When I saw him in the Spider-Man animated series, did it ramp? When I saw him in the, in the movie, did it ramp? Like, he's a person you just don't want to cross. Period. Going further, Blue Marvel, Spawn. Again, powerful, powerful, powerful superheroes there. Uh, John Mullen, Green Lantern. She's a, she's a remarkable Green Lantern. Again, her powering, she didn't need to charge it. Not even once. You understand? Now let's let's take let's make it more obscure a bit. Now I will say Bloodwind. He's basically he basically mushroom mushroom manhunter, but Bloodwind. Let's go with that. Patriot. Don't I don't add it to my list. Sorry, you had your oh, list. Sorry, sorry, my right? Yeah. I thought we were just throwing out names of obscure black characters. I'm not yeah, bad. Just, my bad. Just, just go talking, fam. Just my talking here. Adding to my list. <laughs> She cyborg is another one again. Fair enough, his potential of that character is so remarkable. He can do so much, but yet at the same time, he's just he's just not have a good run in terms of what he can do in the stories. Um, I will say Miles Morales because that guy, yeah. I'm gonna have have I said 10 yet? Is that 10 or is that nine? Personally, I was not keeping count. <laughs> let's, let's just say let's just say nine. Let's just say nine. Okay, let's say nine. Yeah, cool. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I'm gonna cheat as well. So I will say uh I'm gonna cheat. I will say I will say Batman, aka uh Jace Fox, and also Batwing, because people don't really talk about him. Mm-hmm. War Machine, because he's behind Shinobi. These characters here, these characters here are not forgotten about, but they have so much of an impact in the industry of us as readers that what we see as well as them when they do get animated as well <coughs> these characters are remarkable um also let's not forget the, sorry i thought my cat was calling me 
My cat does call that for me, by the way. It's weird, but yeah, she does. Um, let's look at it further as well. We've got one, I'm going to name one more character that actually gets me to this day. Calvin Ellis, a.k.a. Ooh. Superman. He's a president that's got a, he's got a, a robot counterpart as the president for him where he goes out to save the world. Yeah. But he's a Superman in Earth-23 that is a president. Didn't have a And listen to this, yeah. Calvin Ellis. Kalel. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, Kalel. That was the thing is that yeah. Was, oh, yeah. When I when I broke it down to well, Calvin Ellis is Kalel. He goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> They didn't catch that, really. He just, he just like, wow! I didn't caught that. Did not forget Nubia as well. Nubia is another one as well. Nubia. Mm. I haven't read a lot of Nubia comics. I'm not gonna lie. She's now, she's the queen of Femascara. Femascara, yeah. Her parents is dead. Not there. Like people don't see these things here. People don't aware of these things. Wonder Woman can't beat her on her best day. Yeah, she can. I know that. Nubia, yeah, she does not ramp. Does not ramp. By the way, I know for that I probably named about fifteen already, but yeah, that those are my. That's my list. Sorry, guys. Yeah, I'm. I'm. A, I'm gonna throw. Wise, I will have to leave that nine, but yeah, we're we're about to end. I just I just want to say, you know, I'm gonna throw in some uh some non-fictional characters. We got, you know, what I'm saying the chairman, the chairbender. You got Aquaman. You know, everybody from the Alabama brawl. Doing facts, facts, yo. My grandfather is obsessed with that that video, bro. He be rewatching it like in every spare chance he gets. Yeah, Ben does. That what he's called? Yeah, I call. I, I call him a chair bender. That whole shit was mind blowing, yo. No nah, man, but it's good to talk about comics with you guys. I love to yes. do it again. But one thing I want to put out there. I hate the fact that Black History is either in the UK in October, which happens to be the Witch Month, and also in February, where it's the shortest month. Shortest month, yep. Not only that, but like, I feel like we have to share it with so many different things. We got to share it with Valentine's Day, with uh, Lunar New Day. Year, Chinese New Year. Like, uh, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's like even something else on top of that. It's Pre like President's uh, Day. President's Day is like this weekend. Pancake Day as well. <laughs> Pancake Day it's is Family well. Day here in Canada. So, so in October in, like, in the UK, Black History is in October, which happens to be sharing with Halloween. So I don't, I never like that vibe. But I tell you this now: those months don't mean nothing. Any day of the of the week is a histor is a historical event for no matter what race you are in. You know what I mean? We all make history, no matter what race we are. We just happen to make just like put in a box. Black History Month is this time. Now, fuck that shit. History is when we when we decide to make history, how we make history, you know what I mean? You're making history as you're speaking. You're making history as you're speaking. I'm making history as you're speaking because we all represent what we represent, you know what I mean, at the end of the day. Our stories are, uh, are yet to be told for the public to know about it. Trust me, we're all doing something amazing. And not just me, this is going out to the audience as well. It doesn't matter what race you are, what who you are, and everything like that. You're making history, okay? Don't let anyone define who you are you understand 
don't even let the limits that you have limitate you, okay? I want you to believe that. Every day you look yourself in the mirror, even though when you, you hear this doubt, the back of your head talking, telling you all these negative things. Yes, it's telling you those negative things. But how we overcome them is what we do. I was, like, literally, people tell us negative things every day in our lives, yeah? If we believe that and go by it, we won't be where we are today. Yeah. We'll be... Trust me, it won't, won't be where we are today. Trust me, I, I I stand by that. I'm doing everything in my powers and my abilities, not to not to prove the wrong, because I got nothing to prove to no one else but myself. You understand? All I'm doing is working towards my goals and forward and working forward to it. It's just by circumstance I happen to be a black person. It's by circumstance I happen to be from Africa. It's by circumstance that I happen to live in the UK. It's just by circumstances. You understand? We just roll the dice. We get a one. We're here. We roll the dice. We get a six. We happen to be this. That's the way it is. So yeah, I just wanted to point out there and say that, share that little bit of noise. And we gonna we gonna end this podcast with that motivation from the comic connoisseur. I appreciate y'all being on here. Yeah, no, I appreciate it too, guys. Love, man. Nothing but love. love. Yeah, for real. For love for me too. Thanks you guys so much. Thank you guys so much for having me. Uh yeah, this was really fun. Yeah, man. I enjoyed my